Hello, this is uh, your weekly Tech Log 10. I'm Eric Sinrod at Dwayne Morris. I'm joined by my colleague, Jonathan Armstrong. Jonathan is at a conference right now, so we will all forgive a little bit of background noise on his end, but it's worth hearing from him. I'll, I'll let you know why in a second. Uh, as I said, this is our Tech Log 10 weekly, where the law and information technology intersect. And it was predicted by us in a very recent podcast, and now it's come true. Jonathan, I know you're thinking all things Shrems. Please tell us now what is going on. We were wondering about what would happen with the whole safe harbor regime with respect to data flow from Europe uh, to the United States. Uh, And now with the Shrems decision, what are companies supposed to do? Can you enlighten us very briefly? Yeah, very happy to. Um, Obviously, we get, I guess, for this one, we get a virtual pat on the back, don't we, Eric? Because I think we've been talking about this for more than a year as a significant development and something that was like, uh, and something that was likely to cause concern. And we talked last week about the AG's decision. Well, it's not word for word, but the court more or less uh, affirmed the opinion uh, that the uh, Attorney General uh, Bot had given to say uh, to cast real doubt on safe harbour. Now, what happens next is that the court's decision goes back to the Irish court and then in turn to the Irish data protection authorities. But I think we can safely assume that Safe Harbour, if not dead, then is certainly on life support. And I think that the effect has been completely dramatic. As you said, I'm here in uh, Las Vegas at the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics Conference. Uh, It's not an understatement to say it is the news all the time. Every coffee break, every break is dominated by it. I had the pleasure, but also the challenge, of doing a session on the, uh, on the decision at, uh, at certainly well less than a day's notice. And our website, obviously, we've put some films out and some alerts to look at the, uh, at the decision in more detail. But the thing I think that's causing real issues here is not so much those businesses that are in safe harbor themselves, but those businesses for which read, I think, every multinational business that relies on safe harbor from its vendors. So basically, almost every multinational outsources something, whether that be travel management, whether that be hotel lodgings, whether that be Sabanoxy helplines, whether that be PeopleSoft type applications, whether that be um, you know, talent management, recruitment, payroll, the list is endless. And most of, or many of those providers, particularly those that are cloud-based, will rely on Safe Harbor to legitimize that data transfer on their behalf for their European employees, for example, for their European customers. Their website might rely on Safe Harbor Uh, applications like Google Analytics often rely on Safe Harbor to legitimize that transfer. So uh, my mind at the moment isn't necessarily just on those 4,500 or 5,000 or whatever the number is who are in the Safe Harbor scheme itself, but the many uh, at least tens of thousands and possibly millions uh, of corporations who rely on Safe Harbor in one form or another. And being in the U.S. this week, Uh, It's certainly headline news in Europe, 
and I know that it's absolutely the number one concern of uh, compliance people and lawyers. Uh, so, certainly in Las Vegas, if, if not in uh, California, a short flight away with you, Eric. Yeah, and so given, uh, given our limited time on these tech law tens, I hope you don't mind if I break in. This is a very good lead uh -huh. and, and description of sort of the, uh, the noise about all this. But if we could just cut through it. So what do we do now? Well, I, I think the first thing is sort of to say don't panic, but move quickly. So for most businesses, they're going to have to have some sort of a strategy in place. That might be more than one strategy because they might have a strategy for their own operations and a strategy for managing their vendors. It might even be a strategy for managing their customers as well. So let's take each of those in turn. For your own business, you're going to have to look at how you're going to legitimize data transfers. There might be an option to locate servers in Europe or cut off the U.S.'s ability to access European servers. Let's say you run a payroll system just in Europe. I would have said that solves 5% of the problems. For the rest, they're going to have to look at possibly consent, possibly binding corporate rules, possibly data transfer agreements. None of them are perfect, which is why most people went to Safe Harbor to start off with. But it's definitely time to have a plan, particularly if you're a vendor. Uh, one client described it to me yesterday as uh, an avalanche. He said it was an avalanche of customer calls. I think he said he'd taken more than 200 customer calls and emails just in one day from that business customers saying, what's your plan? Give me your plan. So for many, a one-page plan saying we're on the case, this is what we're doing to show to your vendors, to show to your customers, to show to your suppliers what you want from them is definitely the way to go, I think. Well, this is big news, and we're going to be seeing the ripple effects, if not the tidal wave effects of this uh, going forward. I know that was a, you know, I hope our audience appreciates this is a very, very distilled version of a very uh, fast-breaking uh, legal development, and so the landscape could be changed rather dramatically uh, and over time. We, we yanked Jonathan out of his conference in Las Vegas just so we could bring this to you relatively right away. I mean, of course, we have been talking about the potentiality of this, as Jonathan says, for over a year, but now it's actually come to be. So big sea, big sea change, don't you think, Jonathan? It is. Uh, well, I mean, one quick thing we should mention is don't forget Switzerland. There are actually two safe harbor schemes, an EU-US one, a Swiss-US one. The Swiss authorities have cast doubt on the uh, last ability of the Swiss scheme as well critical for many U.S. corporations who use Switzerland as the hub of their European operations. So that's definitely one that we're going to have to watch as well. And I suppose my final point would just be for those, for maybe someone who's just joined our podcast for the first time or so, uh, just to keep in mind, in a very general way, we can say that Europe uh, is a little bit more stringent, in it may be a lot more stringent in terms of protecting personal uh, data than we do here in the U.S., there's the European Union Privacy Directive over there. And one of the ways to help uh, ensure data flow from Europe to the U.S. has been the safe harbor regime that companies could sign up for and essentially say, you don't have to worry, you know, we're doing the job here in the U.S., but in the wake of Snowden et al., there's been concerns, and now there's been this decision that really casts doubt on the security of data here uh, in the view of the European 
uh, court, and now people are scrambling. Did I summarize that appropriately, Jonathan? You did, absolutely. And, of course, if people want to drill down for more detail, and, and remember there's also some other litigation relating to this as, uh, as well that we've summarized on, on TechLog 10, of course, they can dig into the earlier uh, podcasts or maybe look at the Cordry site at www.cordrycompliance.com where there's an, uh, an awful lot of material uh, already right. about these issues. All right. Well, Jonathan, thank you for breaking from your conference. Uh, we're going to send you back. Uh, this is your weekly Tech Law 10. I'm Eric Sinrod at the Dwayne Morris Law Firm. You can find me by email at ejsinrod at dwaynemorris.com. You can, find us, uh, you can find us on the usual social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Jonathan, why don't you wrap it up with your contact information, and off you go to your conference. Well, thanks very much, Eric, and uh, sorry this has been a rush. We wanted to bring it to you quickly. Jonathan.Armstrong at CordedCompliance.com. As ever, we'll post some materials. There's some already in our LinkedIn uh, Tech Law 10 forum. Uh, do take a look and uh, keep in touch with this one. I'm sure we'll return, hopefully, in a quieter environment next time. Take care. All right. Keep your data safe out there. Goodbye.